0: this xbox life episode 239 rob's new job i am your host mark aka wingman 709 and with me this week as always is my good buddy rob
1: hey what's up everybody also known as uh prestar
0: and with uh with us actually actually almost sitting next to him is uh, uh someone you may know maybe not uh, I, I think you know he's been on the show before but it's been a long time so i'd like to welcome back david
2: hey guys how are you again this is uh, david aka convoy and yes uh like rob a fellow illinoisian
1: illinois <laughs>
2: <laughs> over by dare yeah yeah oh, that over, dare, over
0: there by that cup <laughs> mm-hmm. couple two treat <laughs> Yeah, we're
2: neighbors in comparison. Going to everywhere. Jules,
0: yeah, <laughs> Jules, <laughs>
2: Best Buys,
0: and uh, hailing down, you uh, a, a, know, about fifteen hours south, of, uh, probably a little bit more than that. Uh, but directly south of them is the name you've heard a lot recently, and we welcome back Jason.
3: Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I'm okay, K Appreciate it.
0: And uh so we got a nice we got a nice full crew here today and we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I think this is going to be a real exciting show. We have got a lot of uh stuff in anticipation of the next Xbox. Um so we're we're going to leave that to the end of our topics, but I think we're going to whip through the first part pretty quick to get to the exciting meat, but before we jump into all that, let's find out what everybody has been playing this week. So, uh Jason, uh we'll let you start off and tell us uh what you've been playing.
3: Alright, got a little, I, I got a meaty list here this week. Uh, let's see, I played some, uh, Star Trek with you, which we'll talk about shortly, I guess. Uh, then I've been playing some more Defiance, finally beat the, uh, single player, uh, main story, and, uh, that was a little frustrating with the boss, but it only took me two tries and I got it. Um, and then on my 3DS, I've been playing Luigi's Mansion. And on my PlayStation Vita, I've been playing the Soul Sacrifice demo, because the retail comes out uh, this Tuesday, and uh, all your stuff from the demo, the stats roll into the retail, they said. So that's why I've been grinding away with it and having fun. Um, then on the arcade side, I played Marvel vs. Capcom Origins, uh, which is the original Marvel vs. Capcom and Marvel Super Heroes, Arcade Fighters originals. And then uh, the Perfect Dark HD I uh, had a buddy over yesterday that he's, we, he we used to play games in high school, Nintendo 64 version, and uh he like he flipped out when he saw it. I was going through my arcade list, and so we ended up playing some multiplayer on that yesterday. I had a blast, brought back some memories playing from high school, and then uh, also played Army of 2, The Devil's Cartel. My brother and I finally got started it, and we're about I think 90% of the way through it. After I was talking with you about it, Mark, you told me where we're at, and uh arcade also, uh the Retro City Rampage, the 2D uh top down like the original GTA first two games it's kinda of playing homage to a lot of the old eight and sixteen bit games. Uh really enjoying it and I'll be spending some time on it this week since I'm on vacation. And lastly, uh got went over to a friend's house, had played some Borderlands too. We had four of us in a theater room all right next to each other playing uh, Four-player uh, Borderlands 2, all right, in the same uh, area there, and having had a blast last weekend. And that's about it.
0: Cool. That sounds. That'd be cool to be up on a big giant screen. I think.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that was nice. I had the, the, the bigger screen, and my buddies buddy's uh, had three 25, 30-inch monitors around the room. We were all right there next to each other. It was real cool. Nice. Cool.
0: Well, uh, David, um, uh, before you jump into what you've been playing, uh, uh, I, I have to ask, uh, did, uh, did, did you get struck pretty badly by the floods up there? Because if I recall the area yeah. in which you live, I think you were, uh, probably playing bail out the boat or row, row, row your boat a week, a week or two ago.
2: <laughs> I could have been playing Dead Island Riptide, in fact. <laughs> Um, so, yes, uh, the community that I do live in uh, was hardest hit in Illinois. Fortunately for myself, I don't have a basement, and my uh, neighborhood oh, Hood was fine. Um, although the uh, community park where my kids play soccer was about uh, seven feet underwater. It was right by the, uh, the Page River. We had a couple of friends that... Uh, Lost most of their belongings and stuff in their houses and stuff. So I was busy last the last week as well. In addition to playing games, uh, helping uh, clean out uh, some people's houses, and then with our uh, scout troop uh, delivering uh, clothing and cleaning supplies to families in need. So, but uh, thanks for asking. Um, but yeah, so what else have I been playing? So I've been playing the the gaming version of uh, Dead Island Riptide. Um, <laughs> Uh, and really, I just completed the uh, the kind of like the first mission if you will just kind of been tooling around with it um haven't had any any uh, tearing problems or not uh, what not any any bugs yet um, the only thing I've noticed that I, don't, I didn't remember seeing any documentation was these zombies that throw knives at you.
0: <laughs> yeah i don't remember that from the first game
2: no a hey, and i, I looked in the guide and i did not see anybody listed with that oh yeah by the way if you see these guys they're gonna hit hit what instant kill you with with a with an object so um but other than that's been fun um playing a little bit of gears of war judgment Um uh, not as much i mean it, it's a good looking game it's 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 fun but um not holding my interest as the previous games uh had done um completed Bioshock Infinite and I'm about halfway through of my second playthrough um, trying to go back and uh, find I, I missed uh, two of the uh, Vodafones and I think I've got like th- maybe two or three more tapes to find as well and then actually there's a first person shooter now on uh, Windows Phone 8 called Modern Combat 4 it has nothing to do with Call of Duty um, and so on but it's a first person shooter on the phone and um, not too bad. Um, looks decent. It's a little it's a little choppy, um, but uh, we'll say uh, you know a, a a solid B for the effort uh, to put a first person shooter on a phone. So,
0: cool. All right, Rob. Uh, did you get anything in there this week?
1: Yeah, I got uh, a little bit of gaming in this week. Another busy, busy, busy week for me. Uh, I grabbed uh, what was it called? Uh, Monaco. Was it Monaco, What's Yours is Mine? And I know that this thing was supposed to be out on XBLA, and there this, was some kind this, of delay. Is this
0: a uh, divorce game?
1: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> What's Yours is Mine? It sounds like
1: it could be. <laughs> <laughs> the sequel it's, is
0: I Took Half? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it's it's a long (laughs) those lines sort of. (laughs) It's like robberies, (laughs) burglaring, (laughs) taking things from people, which I guess is sort of like divorce
0: sometimes.
1: (laughs) But uh, I guess there was some kind of delay with it coming out on XBLA, and it was supposed to be out on Thursday. And uh, uh, this game is something else. I mean, I've never played anything quite like it, and I, I really enjoy it. So on the PC version, I really had control issues with it. It just, I don't know, it just the movements weren't really working for me. Cause it's a top down game where you play, uh, one of, I believe four different, uh, burglars. Uh, so it's like, there's one guy he's, he's called the mole where he can dig through things. And, uh, there's another one, which is, uh, this uh, woman that she can basically like subdue guards with a kiss. And it, it just, each one has like a different kind of ability and they go into these places, and, uh you know, there, there's some kind of mission that they have, some kind of, like, uh, I don't know, goal that they have, you know, whether it's to steal something or to escape or whatnot. But, you uh, know, like I said, I really had some issues with the controls on the PC version. So while we were talking a little bit ago, I just queued it up on the Xbox, and uh I, I think it might actually work out a lot better on the controller. Uh, with the xbox although what's weird is i only saw the demo for it uh at least that's what i thought i grabbed since it was free and uh, i'm wondering if the if the full release is out because pc version i think was like 15 bucks so i imagine that the 360 version would be similar but you know yeah. it, if you guys have some spare time definitely check this thing out i mean it, it's pretty cool it's it's like i said unlike anything uh, that we've seen to date uh, on the PCs, or uh, in uh, XBLA type of gaming. Uh, other than that, that's about it for me. Cool. Alrighty. Yeah.
0: I was looking while you were talking, I was looking on Xbox.com at the screenshots of this, and it's just, I can't figure out what this is.
1: Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's bizarre. It's, it is. It's like a top-down 3D blocky view, and there's... I don't know if you would call it, like, the fog of war or or whatnot, but, you know, it only lights up what you can actually see from where you're at. And the, you know, a, a big premise of the game is basically sneaking around so you don't get caught. And, you know, when a guard notices you, there'll be, like, an exclamation that pops up around his head, and it's like you run away, and, you know, some guys have weapons, other guys don't, so you're really... Like, every time you play a different burglar, you know, you re- it really changes the game up for you. And there's been some uh, talk about how this game is a little bit like Pac-Man. Because <laughs> there's these gold coins scattered throughout the levels. And you, they look like uh, yellow diamonds. Uh, you might see them on the screenshots that you're looking at. But, uh, you know, so people are, like, running around collecting those things kind of like Pac-Man. But, you know, it's other than that, it's not really like Pac-Man. It's pretty fun. Definitely check it out.
0: PC Gamer Magazine says it's one of the best co-op games of all time.
1: Oh, yeah? No way. (laughs) Yeah. because you can play single-player or two-player or four-player, I believe.
0: Uh, IGN says it's one of the most unique and addicting games of 2013. They gave it a 9 out of 10.
1: I believe it. I mean...
0: That's weird. It just doesn't even... I'll have to check this out.
1: I mean, this one... (laughs) There's a couple of indie gaming sites that I read pretty regularly, and this one's had some buzz lately, you know. And uh, I was really looking forward to the uh, to the release. I mean, other than that, I mean, we haven't really heard a whole lot. It's kind of I don't say snuck out there, but you know, people have been caught up too much in the huge releases, you know, like that Island and and whatnot. And this thing's kind of just like sneaking in. But I mean, it's 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 yeah. definitely cool. Give it a shot for sure. Yeah, especially I, with the multiplayer.
0: In answer to your question, um, I'm looking at their Facebook page. Yeah. Um. There, because there was a, a this says a quick update on the Xbox version, and I'll just read it here. It says, as most of you know, we caught a bug that forced us to pull the release the Xbox version of the game the day before release. It was a minor but important bug that was causing disconnects in online play. I submitted an update to attempt to fix the bug early in the week, but unfortunately, it only half fixed the problem. I'm working on another fix now that I'm hoping to submit this week. Once it's confirmed fixed, it shouldn't take long to push it through and get the game out. I can't promise any particular date since I don't control that end of things, but I do know that fans are starting to get a little impatient with the lack of information. I wish I could give you more. So so there you go. Check out their group. They're on Facebook if you want to. You can just do a Google search.
1: Yeah, Pocket Watch Games is the company So that does it. Okay.
0: So yeah, cool. Why not to check that out?
1: It would it would be interesting to see how well it plays on the 360, you know, with the controls and also uh, you know multiplayer.
0: Cool. Yeah, that would be.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. So that leads back to me. Uh, I'm going to start off with um, I downloaded a demo of Poker Night 2. I had Elite E Dog 420 and Mojo Red. Both sent me messages saying, "Hey dude, you should check out this game." Uh, Mojo's like, "You'll probably love it because um, uh, clap traps in it from Borderlands." And uh, Leeds like, "You know, he's like, it's slower, but it's it's really good and it's funny." And I think he mentioned something about uh, that I can unlock. You can unlock unlockable stuff for Borderlands too by playing this poker game. I thought it was kind of cool. So I checked it out. I was like, Yeah, I wasn't really. I hadn't planned to get it, but so I just I got the demo, and I was laughing right off the bat. The game is just hysterical. They did a fantastic job. Telltale Games did a fantastic job with this game. Um, it, it's one of these games where, I mean, the four of them you play against Brock, uh, somebody from the Ventura Brothers. I demo. You probably know who that is.
1: Venture Brothers.
0: Venture Brothers. Yeah, Venture Brothers. It's some. He's a classic gaming icon, I guess. I just. Is there I anything? can't
3: remember off the top of my head. I, I'm trying to. I'm, it, it's familiar, but I can't remember off the top of my head.
0: Okay, um, I'll have to look up uh, look up the the site and, um, but it's uh, and see if I can find out what his uh, full name is, or because they'll probably tell me. But then you also play against Claptrap, um, and you play against Ash- Ashley Williams uh, from Army of Darkness, uh, you know, from Evil Dead fame, and you play against um, Sam... I think it's Sam, Sam and Max. You play against the dog, uh, but Max is there. So Sam and Max are both there. Um, yeah, Brock, Brock Sampson, um, he's from the Venture Brothers. so, And I guess it's something to do with Adult Swim's animated series, The Venture Brothers. That's where he's from. Um, so these four, and then the dealer is um, Gladys from Portal. <laughs> so she's dealing, and, and it's just, it's funny, and then you've got also, you've got, they're sitting like in a bar, and I don't know who the main dude is that, Brings you in and, and kind of starts the thing. Uh, some dude, I don't know who he is. But then the barkeep is Mad Moxie. <laughs> so, if you, you can order drinks for the people and she actually, while you're playing the game, she'll get them and you can see her in the background. She'll get the drinks and bring them to the table and serve them to everybody. And what's really neat is, like, your, your character never says a word. But the, the four of them will talk. They have conversations, and they will talk about different things, and it will carry on from one hand to the next, and it's very – it's really funny, and it's very humorous. It's very interesting, and even if you fold, you can skip to the next hand, but it's often just – you just want to sit there and watch it so you can hear the conversation going on. Um, it, it's really funny, and then Gladys every once in a while will pop in and make fun of you, or say something like, she said something earlier today, she's like, when I lost a hand, she's like, she comes down and is looking at you, and she's like, oh, don't feel bad because you lost, you have plenty of other reasons to feel bad. <laughs> you know, it's it's just, it's, you know, funny humor like that, keeps you laughing. Um, when you're first going into the game, the very first time, and Gladys pops out, the three of the characters like freak out. They're like, "Whoa!" and then and then claptrap. He's like, "Hubba hubba!" <laughs> it's just it, it's just so funny to 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 listen to him. And um, even when sometimes when the players go out of play, you'll still see him in the background doing stuff. Sometimes sometimes they just sit at the bar and drink or something. But like uh, earlier today, claptrap was like swinging from the ceiling in the background, and I'm just like, "What is he doing?" <laughs> um. And some of the dialogue will repeat some of the one-liners, but so far I've played quite a lot, and the stories or the conversations, I I haven't heard the same conversation yet. Um, So that's really cool, and it's just like, I kind of want to go back and play to hear what these guys are going to talk about next. So Um, I really, if you like poker, um, or even like these characters, check it out, it's a fun game. Um I ended up buying it and putting several hours into it. Uh, what else did I play? I have played uh Dead Island Riptide. Um I absolutely love the game. Now it's it's gotten real mixed reviews. Uh I think we said um I can't remember if we talked about this um last week. Didn't we talk about this last week, Rob? Cuz it came out a week ago, right?
1: Um, what about Riptide?
0: Yeah, I think it's been out. This is its second week, I think, because I thought I was talking about it last week.
1: Well, I mean, we talked about it, I think, but, I mean, didn't it come out on Tuesday?
0: Mm, I can't even, I don't even know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it I came was,
0: out
2: on Tuesday. Was
0: it, was it this week?
2: Yeah. David, did it just didn't come it? out this week? Uh, yeah. I got it Tuesday.
0: Was this week? Man, why do I... I I guess, oh, because I was playing... Oh, I know what happened. Because I was playing it when I got it. It showed up on Tuesday. And I was playing it, but now I was supposed to co-op with someone who's been, like, super busy working. So she couldn't play. And so I was kind of trying to take it slow, and then Star Trek arrived, like, two days later. So I, I just went to Star Trek and was, like, holding off on Dead Island. But... Um Dead Island Riptide it's it's essentially the same game if you play Dead Island it really is the same game it takes place right where the first one ended okay you take from that point on you go you go forward um there are some new characters um but there are some issues like especially if you're in the water if you kill a zombie in the water psh, Prepare for some horrible frame rate slowdown. It's it's brutal. I try to stay out of the water the best I can. Um, and so far, you can, you know, not, the whole game's not in the water. Um, you, you know, but, um, so it's not that big of a deal. And I haven't been, like, swarmed when I'm in the water, thankfully. So that hasn't been that bad of an issue. Um, there's definitely some problems with the game. It's kind of like the same stuff you had with the first game. They just kind of, gave you more content, essentially, in another storyline. and um, But it seems to be pretty long. I've been playing for quite a bit. I couldn't put the thing down. Um, I, I just love the game. It's a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm going to... And now I'm going to be... Probably not get to play till the end of next week. But um, uh, I can't wait to get back into it. I absolutely enjoy that game. So if you liked the first game and you haven't got this one because you heard bad things, ignore that. It, it's... It's more of what you enjoyed the first time around.
2: Did you import your character or did you start a new one?
0: Yeah, I imported my character. The very first achievement I got was hit level 50. Oh. <laughs> that was my first achievement in the game. I was like, wow, that doesn't happen often.
2: No. <laughs> yeah, I imported as well level 41. So.
0: Oh, there is um, – I found out IGN showed if you want to – get uh, infinite XP or, or unlimited XP, unlimited money. There's a way you can find... They tell you buy blades. When you find someone selling blades, buy them up. Buy as many as you can. And then there's one mission, uh, which I don't think I've unlocked yet, uh, where you actually give this person blades. That that's what you're going out to get, but you can buy them from the vendor. So you can rank up XP. You get ridiculous amount of XP for every blade you give this lady. And so you can XP up really fast, and at the same time, you're gaining money. So you're gaining like, uh, I think you get $2,000 every blade you give her or something to that effect, and it only costs you $300 per blade, so you make a lot of money for every one that you buy. So it, it does keep, it's a way to get money and XP really fast. So check out IGN for it. Um, They have a video of it showing you exactly what to do and where to go if you're interested. Um, I'm just playing normal. My character, she went in as a 50. I think I'm like 56 right now. And I think it goes to level 70.
2: Yeah, that sounds right.
0: Okay. So I'm just playing through with it to get get her all the way up to the top. And then, uh, you know, if I've played through and can't get it, maybe I'll go buy some blades and... (laughs) do that so but what do you think of the game
2: yeah um like i said it's uh, it's been it's been good so far the um like i said yeah i've had a couple of other than the, the again the zombie throwing the 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 unannounced knife or you're standing still fighting one and you get hit from behind so you don't know what killed you yeah um <laughs> yeah i think it you know it, it looks good. The, the, uh, you know, the water, as far as driving the boats, I, 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 just, I played most of the afternoon and finally made it to boat, to the boat and it was cruising around. Um, on, it reminded me, uh, a bit of, uh, far cry Two, driving around in the, uh, the, kind of the flat boat with the long motor behind it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's good so far.
0: Yeah. I, I like it. I guess like so I can't wait to dive back into it. That is a fun game. Um, they just got the mix right. I don't know what you know. Whatever they did, they got it, and I'm I'm signed up for more. So, uh, looking forward to that. Um, and the last game I played, as I said, I played Star Trek this week. Um, I I put it in. I went through the campaign by myself. I this is a game I was really looking forward to. I, I I love and I, the the last Star Trek movie that was released, what a year ago, two years ago. I to me it, outside of maybe the Wrath of Khan. I think this new one was the best one ever made. Um, I think JJ Abrams is a fantastic, I like almost anything he does. Um, I really like his stuff and I think he, his reboot of the Star Trek series was fantastic. So I am dying to see the next movie. I cannot wait. Um, in fact, I'm really disappointed. Somehow I got it in my mind that it opened this weekend and I go on the road tomorrow and I'm like, excellent i'm gonna land i'm going to denver on monday i'm gonna get there early enough that i can go see this movie i can go see the star trek movie monday night and uh because when you got three kids you don't get to go see stuff like that in fact i went to the yeah. movie i had to take my boys to the movies this weekend and i saw the croods oh oh that was not enjoyable um probably the first animated movie i watched that i really didn't enjoy but um, that's all I get to see. So it's like when I hit the road, I that's when I'll I'll go see a movie by myself. That's how I saw the last Die Hard film. But on my last trip, so but and then I found out the other day, it's like no, it doesn't come out till like May seventeenth, and I'm like no, so I'm all like upset. So I'm gonna have to go watch something else tomorrow night. But um, anyways, I, I so I played this game. I was real excited for it, and when it started and I started playing it. At the very first level, I'm just like, wow, this is kind of... It's not very smooth. It doesn't seem to be very well done. But the voice acting is all done by the characters from the movie. So it's all the same people. They did a fantastic job with the voiceovers. The dialogue of this game is excellent. The storyline... And it's the first game I can play that I say, I did not like the game, but I absolutely loved the story. the, the, The story that went with it. And I'm just... You guys by now know me well enough that I'm not a story driven guy. I'm more of, let me just jump in and kill stuff. Like with Dead Island, I don't care what mission I'm doing. Let me just kill zombies. I just want to lop somebody's head off or something. You know, let's just have some fun. So I did enjoy the story on this game, but the gameplay, it's, it's essentially the way I feel it is it's Dead Space 3 reskinned in Star Trek. And only, you know, now Dead Space 3 is a fantastic game. Star Trek, reskinning it is not a fantastic game. Um, it's just, and when I say it's like Dead Space 3, it's like all the game mechanics, everything they did. You, you go in, you gotta go into a, an elevator a lot to change levels. Not as much as you did in Dead Space 3, but there's still a lot of, oh, it's getting a turbo lift everywhere we're going. And, and, and all it does is load a level. Um, then there's the flying through space and avoiding space junk. Um, there's the wingsuits from well, demo. You said it today. Was it Black Ops?
3: Yeah, the Black Ops too. They had the thing where with the wing, with the wingspan flying thing. Yeah. Wing- so
0: they took that. Um, there's it's a co-op, and what it kills me is every co-op buddy game. Why is it none of the doors work in a co-op game? It's like, oh, come help me open this door. The, the, the Enterprise, the space stations, the planets, uh, multiple planets we went to. We went to New Vulcan, we went to the Gorn planet. All four of those locations, none of the doors worked, or some of the doors didn't work. You always run into doors that don't work and you gotta manhandle them open. And he may, I'm like, come on, I'm so tired of this stuff. You know, you got to squeeze through the little slat like in Tomb Raider and, and every other co-op game, you know, game that went before. It's like, oh, let's turn you sideways and squeeze through this location. And there, there was nothing new in this game. Everything I saw, I'm like, I did this in this game. I did this in this game. I did this in this game. It's like they ripped off all these other games and skinned it with Star Trek. And I, I was just disappointed. Because it wasn't fun, there was nothing new. Even the tricorder. Uh, I think Jason, you said it right. What are they trying to do? Like an Arkham City here, or an, or an Arkham Asylum, where you're like in detective mode. That's what it was. Oh, yeah, it was detective mode for for Star Trek. You know, you couldn't see anything unless you had your tricorder on, and then you're running around with your tricorder on all the time, looking in like detective mode, and then you still can't find the stuff you're supposed to find. And you can't shoot or, you know, fight back when you're in, you get your tricorder up. So it's just like, it it just wasn't fun. There was no fun to the game. Um, so, in fact, Jason and I, I was going to be, I told him, I said, dude, I can't play a second time. It was just, I just can't do it. I, I was so bored by the time the game ended. It was so uneventful. But then I slept on it and I'm like, well, you know, he wanted to go through it. I'll do it, you know. Maybe it'll be fun or better with the co-op guy. It is better because we're skipping the (laughs) cutscenes. Because Jason doesn't care. Um, And uh, so we're getting through it quicker. And it is a little better to have someone, because now I got someone to complain with. And I can hear him go, what? Are you kidding me? That's stupid, you know? Or this looks like Batman, or I did this in, you know, what other game, you know? So it's like, yep, yep. I'm not just making this stuff up. Um, in fact, after record tonight, we're going to go finish. We only got like two chapters left to go, and the game will be over. And and the thing is, is we're playing it on the hard level. Jason, how hard do you
3: think this game is? Man, this is like, it's a cakewalk, man. I mean, the AI is terrible, man. I mean, talk about which many times we've seen the AI just running into the wall or a staircase <laughs> or something. You know, and and that's even a friendly AI.
0: Uh, I don't know how many times <coughs> Jason and I pointed out today, Hey look, this guy's just walking. He's standing in place walking into a rock or into a door that doesn't open or and at one point Jason pointed out multiple people walking into a door that wasn't open. They're just standing in place walking. I'm like, Oh, this is horrible. You know. Uh yeah. It's not hard. We've breezed through it, what, essentially in you know what uh, we put maybe five hours in and we're at the end of the game and and we're on the hardest level, hardest difficulty. So,
3: this is this is definitely one of the easiest uh, games as far as a hard playthrough. I mean, we we haven't really struggled at all.
0: No, there's not been one struggle. So, we got one more thing coming up, um, which could be a challenge, but it's a it's a platforming thing, and it's a timed platforming thing. So, but I know how to get through it. So you just follow me, and we'll we'll get through. Uh, it awesome. Shouldn't be that hard. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't recommend this game. As much as I love Star Trek, the movies and TV shows, I cannot recommend this title. Um, this is a rental only for people that want to get... I, I do not think it's an easy achievement game either. Um, there's You could go... And I was looking online and they said you could do it all in one playthrough. I don't believe that because you could co-op it with someone on hard. And go through and and get that knocked out, but there's you have to play as you're gonna have to go in and milk some other things. But like thing that I think you're gonna have to go back for is um, the weapons. You gotta kill so many people with all these different weapons. And I mean, Jason, we're almost done with the game, and you just got your hundred kills with the phaser.
3: Yeah, yeah, with Kirk. Yeah, I just barely got that. yeah, there's
0: not that many enemies in this game. There's a couple here, a couple there, and then when you're splitting the kills up with a co-op partner, and even even when I wasn't, when I did it myself, it still took me almost the whole game to get that achievement. So, and even going with you, I got the Vulcan Phaser achievement, you know, right, I think almost at the same time you got yours with Captain Kirk's yeah, Phaser. I got mine uh,
3: three, four minutes later after you did.
0: Yeah, so, and then I got a couple others that I was... Cleaning up for my first playthrough, but you're gonna to have to go through, even when we're done here, I won't have all the weapon achievements. I'm gonna to have to, if I wanna get that full 1k, I'm gonna to have to go through a third time or, or find a level that will, that you can play and clear and then just keep doing a checkpoint reload type of thing. And I'm not into right. that garbage. So, <laughs> I just don't think that any of our hounds out there would wanna mess with this. So, yeah. I, I would say steer clear of it. Uh, if you wanna buy it, wait till, Wait till it's cheap. This will be in the bargain bin real fast.
3: So Oh uh speaking of that real quick, I just noticed right before we started recording that uh they're showing that Toys R Us is uh having a sale this week on the Injustice God's Among Us for thirty five dollars already. So uh, you may want to check out his own joystick.
0: Yeah, so we just, got that story here later on. I think it's on I think you gotta go to ToysRUs.com, I think.
3: Oh, okay that I think it's it?
0: online I believe so. But yeah, we'll we'll cover that in a little bit and make sure everybody's aware of what to do. Yeah, if that thing's already thirty-five bucks, this thing will be this thing will be twenty dollars probably in the middle of this week.
3: <laughs> so,
0: all right, well let's let's hop in, let's uh, get moving. I I've been rambling way too long, and uh, let's jump into our topics. But um, I wanted to say, you know, first of all, I'm sorry to see Rob go. Uh, I understand. I know Rob's got a new job. Um, and I get why he wants this job. I don't know if he's got it yet. I think he's just, you know, I think he's, so uh, Rob, I'm going to tell you this. Don't leave here yet. Okay. I know we don't, I know we don't pay you a lot. I'm
1: um, nowhere close to my new gig here.
0: I, I know what you got, what your aspirations are, but you might find it really hard to get in, you know, where you're trying to. So. But I'm going to I'm just gonna let you take it. You know, hey, if you do this, awesome. You know, maybe you'll remember us little people. <laughs> but the, I'll, I'll let you talk about this, the aspirations of your career goals that you now have.
1: Okay. All right. So, you know, I've been tossing around a, a lot of different things here. You know, do do I want to work at uh I don't know, jewels?
3: <laughs> or do <laughs> I want
1: to work at uh you know, Taco Bell, you know, get some uh, Doritos Tacos, or do I want to be the CEO of Activision? And where I'm going with this is a certain, I don't know, Robert uh, Kodik. Kodik? I don't remember how to say that. Anyway, he's been CEO of Activision now for about 22, 23 years, something like that. And salary-wise, what does that get you? Well, you know, wonder no more. In 2012, this guy made $64.9 million as CEO, which uh, supposedly includes uh, $55.9 million in stock awards. Either way, that's a lot of cash. That's a lot, a lot of cash. So just want everybody to know also that, you know, all those games that you've been buying, they go into this guy's pocket. Your money goes straight to him.
0: And this is the guy that says that video game, we should be paying $100 or more per title. Mm-hmm. And he's making $65 million? Now he doesn't so, make that a year. So I, I want to make sure, because someone will come back and go, that's not what he made in one year. It, it's it's what, $55 million roughly in stock options that was it's paid out over five years right
1: yeah because you know there's certain ways you have to be vested in the stuff and certain distribution levels and and especially if it's paid out in stock i mean that could vary it could be you know extremely valuable today and in four years it could be worth nothing you never know
0: but okay so he's making like 10 million a year and then like 10 million. But either way. 10 million still a, a year <laughs> in stock bonuses. So he's still pulling in 20 million a year. I mean, who needs 20 million dollars? And then this is the guy that's complaining that the gamers aren't paying enough money when we're buying the $60 package. We're buying it. We're paying for it the day it releases, midnight. They're making more money on Call of Duty than anything else in the world. Okay. Then
3: we're here, buying
0: I, the season passes. We're buying the DLC. We're buying every iteration every year. And the guy wants more and more and more but yet can make twenty million a year. And that's just so, one guy.
1: Oh yeah. So here I just did a little bit of the math here. So let's say it's twenty million and let's say all of the sixty bucks per game goes to Activision, which it doesn't. No. You know, because you know, it goes to retailers or whatnot or who, whoever. But if that went all sixty bucks, went to division, it takes three hundred thirty-three thousand, three hundred thirty-three games just to pay his salary. So you know, think three hundred thirty-three thousand games. About
0: fifteen games. minutes after call, the next Call of Duty comes out. He's paid.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: If if that probably more like five and then it, and good.
1: then it, then it can filter to everybody else <laughs> in the company and to give you kind of a, uh, to give you a little bit of a perspective on what uh, other CEOs make so I guess this makes him uh, the number two highest paid CEO in the U.S. right after Oracle's uh, Larry Ellison and uh, Oh, right. I, I gotta say that.
0: You gotta say we're losing you, Rob. We
2: are. Yeah. Curry, you're talking bad on him.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's uh, taking down your internet on you.
1: Yeah, how about that? Now I was just saying, if you compare Larry Ellison, which is the number one paid uh, CEO in the U.S., uh, who's at ninety-six million. I bet that Larry Ellison has cooler toys.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. That's still a lot of money. I don't know if you
1: ever followed stuff. some of the stuff that he has, like his huge boats. and Yeah. <laughs> but uh, right after him is uh, Lloyd uh, Blinkfein of Goldman uh, Sachs, and uh, the Disney CEO made $40 million, Robert Iger. Wow. But this still, guy's I making mean, more than Disney. Disney's huge. <laughs> yeah, the Disney CEO. Yeah, yeah, he's what um, a little bit over fifty percent more than the Disney CEO. So but yeah, so, so
0: he, while while Mister Kodak is making sixty-five million this year, David, uh, what's happening at their uh, arch rival?
2: Oh, yes. And the uh, the other side of the coin we have the close personal friends at EA. And unfortunately, uh, we heard this week that um, EA uh, experienced some layoffs. Um, Kyle posted this in the uh, the forums, and uh, it's a new organizational update. Um, In recent weeks, EA uh, has aligned... El- all elements of its organizational structure behind priorities in new technologies and mobile. We have to get paid. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> this has led to some difficult decisions to reduce the workforce in some locations. We're extremely grateful for the contributions made by each of our employees. Those that are leaving AA will be missed by their colleagues and friends. Thanks for your hard work. We appreciate the money, money we made off of you. Now, see you later. <laughs> Um, according to Polygon, the uh, the layoffs are numbered in the hundreds and that uh, the layoffs affect nearly every part of the company, with uh, some divisions losing dozens of employees. Um, according to Twitter, uh, PopCap Vancouver, uh, QuickLine, Lime Studios were shut down. Um, but I think what's most uh, interesting, though, according uh, – I, I think that might, might touch most of us uh, in the community is the closure of EA's partner label. Uh, DA Partners specialize in publishing games by independent developers the likes of Valve's Orange Box, Portal 2, Left 4 Dead, along with Crisis, Brutal Legend, Bulletstorm, Syndicate, Shadows of the Damned, and Hellgate London. And, I was quite surprised and by that. Rock Band, right? Yeah, <laughs> and Rock Band as well, yes.
0: Oh, man. That's Bulletstorm, Syndicate, Rock Band—they're tearing at my heartstrings.
2: Yeah, I was I was quite surprised to to see that uh, that piece, but I you know I think you know they're just you know trimming down, and we'll see what what happens. Maybe you know again, this is a restructuring before the new consoles come out, and then maybe we'll see a uh, you know a, a a hiring once that goes through it, you know, but. It's kinda of sad to see that because uh, everybody applauded EA for that partnership and, and helping out these independent developers and they were lauded by that at the time. You know, EA was that's kind of where EA kind of turned the corner in from being the worst company in the world and then you know, they kind of saw there were some positives with the story, you know, that they were partnering with these with these companies to publish things and you know, a lot of good games there. And again, a lot of these though didn't make um, mega money, but it was worthwhile that EA took the chance to publish these games so that they could see the light of day.
0: Wow. So that's quite the flip of the coin there, as you said, the difference between the two biggest publishers out there. One's paying their CEO $65 million, the other one's laying everybody off. <laughs> so, Rob?
1: Yes, sir.
0: You, are you going, uh, if you get Bobby's job, are you, uh, you're going to continue to make money, right? You're not going to end up uh, gutting a company, are you?
1: Well, as long as I make money, that's all that matters, right?
0: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It'll be interesting to see because I don't know if... I mean, what does Activision have? They've got Blizzard. But I don't know if, if they can withstand... If Call of Duty should... I mean, someday we all have to believe someday Call of Duty is going to get knocked off its throne. Someday it's going to go bloop and disappear. When that happens, Activision's, I don't, I don't see what they have to me, Ubisoft seems to be the, the real, the company that's really making strides in my opinion. Mm. But I mean, it's like every, every game I buy, it's either EA or Ubisoft. So, I mean Activision. The only thing I can really think of is Call of Duty, um, in, in Blizzard stuff, which you know is the PC side that you know, at least on the top of my head that I can think of. So I, I just, man, I don't know what they're doing or how they're making all the bank. I, I swear they're resting it all off of. Was that well? They own World of Warcraft too, right?
2: I believe so. Isn't yeah,
0: isn't, they, isn't that part of Blizzard?
1: Yeah, that's mm, that's Blizzard. Yeah.
0: Okay. So maybe that's where it's going. But I don't even hear much about that game. I don't know if it's as popular as it used to be. But I don't know. They're making some bank somewhere. But I don't know. Interesting story though. But we'll we'll we, we'll miss you, Rob. And you'll always have a place here if you uh, if that doesn't work out for you.
1: Yeah, I'll still remember the little people.
0: You can if you if you do, you can make us the official podcast for Activision.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds good.
0: <laughs> Get rid of uh, what's his name, Dan Amrick, <laughs> <laughs> or put a, or put us all together on the same show. <laughs> there we go. We'll work with Dan. So, all right. Well, let's move on. Um, this is not Xbox related, but I know this might might excite people like it did me. I played. Oh, yeah a game called Homeworld 2. I never got to play the original. I was introduced by, in fact, Rob knows this guy, uh, a good friend of ours, another guy from Illinois, uh, who who, who uh, you remember, uh, his name's Rob. Yeah. yeah. You know I'm talking about, right?
1: Oh, yeah, um, there's a bunch of us that used to play this.
0: Yeah, so Homeworld 2 is where he got me hooked on that game, and I really enjoyed it. Well, the Homeworld intellectual property has been purchased. We haven't seen anything from this game in a long time. And Gearbox Software, yeah! My boys, of course, I'm not as excited anymore after Aliens, Colonial Marines, but Gearbox has, uh, you know, best known for Borderlands, they've purchased the rights to the homeworld intellectual property during the recent THQ back catalog auction round. Um, Gearbox's chief creative officer, Brian Martell, says that he has a great love and respect for Relic's brilliant, fun, and innovative game and personally spearheaded the acquisition. So, uh, one of, and what did surprise me, because even knowing this was up, I thought that, um, Stardock was probably going to go after it, and it turns out that they did. Stardock is the ones that make Sins of a Solar Empire, which, to me, always kind of resembled the Homeworld game, and, uh, but, uh, they, they got outbid, so, um on this but you know maybe we'll see some home world and maybe gearbox will find a way to bring that to a console so especially on the next console i I think they could do it they can just figure out a way to work it with the controls um and i don't think home world really had a whole ton of keyboard commands um you know i think it was more of you clicked here and then had drop down menus which we're seeing that type of stuff all the time so maybe but I thought it was cool news. I'm, I'm I'm kind of excited to see what Gearbox does with Homeworld. So. Oh,
1: for sure. Okay. All right. Is uh, a, a new feature.
0: And real quick, if David and Jason, if you guys yeah, type in, you know, whenever you want. <laughs> so, don't. Okay. Do anything you want, you got to comment on it. Feel free to speak up. Right. Don't let Rob steamroll you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I
3: uh, I know, I know a homeworld. I had a buddy that played it in high school high school a lot. Uh, I used to watch him play it all the time, the original and the second one and everything. So I was interested, but I I didn't sit down myself and get into that one personally. But I I liked it though. Watching my buddy play, he was real good at
0: it. Dude, I, I remember playing with this friend of mine, and we were we were going after the AI. And we just, we kept trying to, we just kept getting wiped out. He had like some kind of big capital ship and, you know, and he kept like getting further and further away from, from our motherships. And we're like, okay, that's cool. So we finally, we were so far away and we, we finally had massed this army and we went after him. And just as we finally got our armies to him, he warped out of there and appeared right in front of our, our motherships. <laughs> and destroyed them before we could even think about getting turned around to head back. And there was no way we were going to make it back. It was that far away. And I was just like, "Oh my goodness, I'll never forget that. Just never forget it." Just it was it was a tough game, man, and it that whole three-dimensional that was the one it's like, "Which way am I going?" you know? It was like it was really hard to navigate, you know, because you were in space. I mean, you've got you can go in any direction. <laughs> it, it was kind of complicated to move around in that game.
1: Yeah. I mean, so. it, it was a tough game. I mean, it was not a simple game. and You know, like you said, there's a whole spatial aspect. Plus, you know, just selecting all the ships that you want. And I think you could group them. But yeah. still, you know, when you've got all these different kinds of ships, you know, you want to use certain ones and not others. And I remember, like... Selecting the wrong ones, and I mean, there was just a lot of going on and careful planning that you needed. And, uh, you know, but it, it was a phenomenal game. I mean, hard, but phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: So it'll be cool to see, uh, if something, uh, comes from this. Hopefully there does. There, there it is. All right. So, uh, moving along, you know, next time you're playing your Xbox and, uh, you know, you're, your stomach's grumbling a little bit and you got you know a taste for pizza. Lucky you, you can now order a pizza from your three sixty without you know going to your computer, without picking up the phone, without finding your you know, your your cell phone with whatever apps on it. You can now order it from Xbox uh, dash the sort and the pizza chain that can give us to you is Pizza Hut. If you don't like Pizza Hut. I guess you're not, not an American.
3: For you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something. I say, man, if I can get a, uh, if I can get a seat with a toilet on it, I won't ever have to leave it in front of the TV. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, but it's, hey, it's coming yeah. up to
0: 720. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jason, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> Don't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, see, so you, the only problem with this is, number one, can I pay with Microsoft points? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there you go and,
0: and i am i still gonna have to get up is he gonna come into my house and bring it to me in front of my xbox or do i have to get up and open the door for him
1: I'm i think they to... should come into your house and then feed it to you
0: <laughs> i mean if they're making us <laughs> have to get up to you know stop gaming to order it i shouldn't have to stop gaming to have someone bring it to me and feed it to me i agree
1: <laughs> it's like yeah you, you shouldn't have to stop gaming to get up and answer the door and you shouldn't have to stop gaming to actually feed yourself.
0: I probably could sweet-talk the wife into getting it for me from the door. <laughs> Feeding it to me is going to be tough. <laughs> I don't know if she'll go that's, for that. That's
2: where you got the kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you, we're missing the other obvious tie-ins with the, the Nike Fitness app Then says, really, you just ate a Pizza Hut pizza, and now you want to work out? There you go. They should share information so that – then the
1: Nike app makes you work out harder. Right.
0: Or it comes <laughs> up longer. and says, hold on, wait a minute. Are you sh- Why don't you get the veggie pizza instead?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it corrects your order and you get a, like broccoli on it or something. Your,
0: your Nike <laughs> app wants to make a recommendation on your pizza <laughs> app. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh,
1: my goodness. Oh, man. Yeah, so I guess uh, they're going to have the chain's full menu available on this thing. And, uh, you can go ahead and order it. Yay. Good times. Good times.
3: Woohoo. All right. I might have to do it once just to try it out. Yeah. I was thinking about doing that tomorrow.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's funny. I'll let you know the Domino's. If you've ever ordered Domino's through the web and they have their pizza tracker. Yeah. Just so you know, that's a timed thing that's not real. It, it's not like when it says, oh, it's being prepared. Hey, it's going in the oven. Oh, it's cooking. Hey, it's coming out now. It's being boxed and all that. It's just a timed because I ordered once, the last time I ordered from Domino's, the last time I've ordered and will probably ever order. I place my order. It tells me the store that's going to deliver it. It goes through, it tells me it's out for delivery. I mean, it goes through the whole pizza tracker thing. Dude, it's like an hour later. I'm like, where's this pizza? So I call the store. <laughs> the store says, you're not in our delivery area. We don't have an order for you. The store you need to contact is these guys. So I called another store. They're like, we don't deliver there. They give me a third store. Now I'm pissed at this time. So I get this third guy, I get the manager and he's like, we don't deliver there. It's the, and he says it's in this store, which is the original store that I called. So I'm fuming. So he actually calls on there. He gets on the phone calls the other store talks to that manager and says dude this is your delivery so i finally get back on with them and it turns out this they essentially threw the order away because they i mean they got it they just never fulfilled it yet the pizza tracker said it was all being made and everything so don't believe it (laughs) don't believe the pizza tracker
1: (laughs) and it took like two hours to get that pizza
0: i was ticked because that was my dinner. By the time it showed up, I was so mad I wasn't even hungry anymore. So, anyways, I'm sure most of our listeners are too good of people that they don't lower their standards to Domino's. So, so I should have known better, but I kind of like Domino's. I'm kind of weird that way. So, but anyways... Mm-hmm. um. Moving on, Bethesda's Endless Summer. Nobody's
1: disputing that, by Nobody's the way. Nobody's disputing, yeah.
0: <laughs> I used to work there when I was in high school, so, or out of high school, whatever. So, it was good. Yeah. It's not bad.
3: I'm a Papa John's. I've worked there for five Ooh. years.
0: Ooh, now that is nasty pizza. That is, that's that's got to uh, be the worst uh, pizza in the world. Oh,
2: I like Papa John's. That's all right.
0: Oh, I can't. Yeah. I think it's their sauce. I cannot stand it. Oh, dude, they got the best
2: sauce, man. <gasps>
0: It's, it's rancid, it's, man. I, it's there's so some
1: off. there's something about Papa John's that just gives me awful heartburn. I don't know why.
0: It's
3: rancid. It's, that's why. You know,
1: I, I like it, and I like those little uh, tomato sauces. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah. Dipping sauces. Yeah, I worked there for five years. I had no problem. I I was fine. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're from Texas, and you know, that's
3: after having like every day.
0: pizza. But if, if if you know, if it was given to you, but. And I got, since I got, know, two, okay. I got two Chicago guys on the call today, so I got to ask you something. <laughs>
1: Have
0: you ever heard of Barro's Pizza? B-A-R-R-O-S.
2: Burrows? No. Barro's. No. This is a. So I've heard Sub S-B-A-R. Nope,
0: nope. Not them. <laughs> okay. Um, get, your get rid ball. of the sub. <laughs>
2: yeah. Right.
0: But. Okay, so Barros is a chain down here in Arizona, and it says it started in Cis- uh, Sarkoni, Italy. It-, it went to Chicago in the '30s, okay, and then they in '61 they went. Um, it, well, let's see, did they? I don't know if they left, but they opened up in '68 in California, and then 1980 they opened up in Arizona. The very mm. first location. This is, quote, Chicago style pizza. Okay. I don't believe it. Now, it's funny because, I mean, I lived in Chicago a total of, I don't know, 11, 12 years, probably a quarter of my life. More than that. And and um, so I'd never heard of this place. And so we moved to Arizona. It's like, Chicago pizza? I've never heard of this place. You know, I'm like, oh, it's just some name in there. But, you know, they, they supposedly were there at one point for 30-something years at least. And um, I tell you what, it's not like any kind of pizza I've ever had in Chicago. And this stuff is the best pizza I've ever had in my life.
2: I'm looking at the website. That sausage yeah. and pepperoni looks really good.
0: It, it is. Fa- we get the um, the all-meat. I, I tell you what, that thing is absolutely insane. If, if anybody's listening to this show and you live out – I don't know if they're just in Arizona now. Let me, let me help pull up there.
1: Yeah, they're only in Arizona. Yeah, I, th- I think I think that's it. Yeah. They are
0: all over Arizona. So if you're in the Arizona area, Phoenix, Mesa, I think you you know in, the, in that area, that you, this is where you want to go for pizza. It, it, it kills me because it's nothing like anything I've ever had in Chicago, and they claim it's Chicago pizza, which it's not. But it's so much better. It is. <laughs> it's amazing stuff. So. But anyways, I'm I'm dragging us down the wrong path here. So Bethesda's Endless Summer has emerged on the Australian rating board. Um there's this uh, it's something called Endless Summer that points to Bethesda and its parent company Zenimax. The listing is rated for is is for a 15 rated modified game and notes strong horror themes and violence. Um this comes on the hit Hot on the Heels of Bethesda's announcing uh The Evil Within. So, it could be another code name for the horror game, The Evil Within, uh, isn't listed on Australian class, classification board. So, it might be that. Maybe it's another game. We don't know, but when we do find out, um, we'll let you know. And uh, there there was an update to the story that just says, uh, but it the, says they responded, we have nothing to share at this point. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah,
3: which means it's true generally. It but, probably uh,
0: means it's a. Uh, I, could be a different game. That's the question. Is it the same or different?
3: And yeah. yeah, speaking about Evil with them, man, that Shinji Mikami game, the guy made Resident Evil, I'm really looking forward to that. I know it was a live action trailer, but I can't wait to see it. So, so. yeah,
0: yeah, could be interesting. So, we will keep you updated.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, um, I was going to do some more pizza talk, but I'll skip it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm rooting for Papa Severio's here in Chicago. Woo! -woo. Anyway, all right, so uh, the next uh, Call of Duty uh, actually slipped out uh, from the uh, British retailer Tesco where uh, there was an ad of sorts that uh, was up on uh, a website, I believe, yeah, on their website, and uh, the title is Call of Duty Ghosts, which uh, has been in the rumor mill recently, so I guess this kind of confirms it a little bit more. And also, there was a Target ad that also had a um, uh, a little snippet for Call of Duty Ghosts, and uh, the release date of November 5th. So that's still a couple months away. It was about six months away, almost, but uh, it looks like Call of Duty Ghosts is the next title. Uh, the ads that slipped out did show that it was for the PS3 and Xbox 360. Nothing has been said about the next-gen consoles. But at least we know that it's going to be for our current generation consoles, which we kind of expected anyway. So look for it.
0: Yeah, woo-hoo.
1: Yay. woo
3: Yay! Right. Woo-hoo! woo well, how
1: several
3: Call of Duty Ghosts, isn't that the one that had been outed like two or three years ago that had been rumored by Sledgehammer there? And then been around that name's been around for a while, supposedly on that one. Has it? Yeah, I thought I remember hearing it's about it's that. Infinity, it's Infinity Ward now, right? Uh, I don't know. I thought it was somebody it was that Sledgehammer, that third studio, they were supposedly working on this spin off thing originally. I don't know.
1: Yeah, the stuff that was leaked out on the Tesco site, it it shows Activision, of course, and uh, Infinity Ward.
3: They're probably helping on it like usual anyway, like they do every other Call of Duty.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, and by the way, it's (laughs) Peggy18.
2: Wow, that was really good. (laughs) You didn't know that I also do that voice. All these new jobs, Rob.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> Here we thought you were just Vin Diesel impersonating. I
2: know, right?
1: By the way, make sure I'm going to do my – make sure to catch me in the new Fast and Furious movie. Voice?
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, moving on. Xbox Smart Glass. Now, this is supposedly available for the Kindle Fire and the Kindle HD. I'm calling bunk because I have my Kindle uh, Fire in front of me, and I am not able to find this application anywhere in the marketplace. So
2: it took me a long time. I found it actually. I had to go to the website, and I found it on the on the actual Amazon website, and then sent it to my Kindle Fire.
1: All right. I thought
2: the, I thought the same thing. Because I typed it in my, in my phone, but it. I I haven't tried it, but I did download it, so it does exist. Now, would
1: you have to get this from the Amazon store? Yes. Not the Google Play. Right, right.
0: All right, let me see. Oh, it's just not compatible with my device. Why not? (laughs) I have a Kindle Fire. This makes no sense.
2: All right, if you go to uh, Xbox Smart Glass for apps for Android, you'll see it. If you're on your PC, which we are, I'm assuming. So I just right. typed it.
0: Okay. Well, what I'll do is I'll, I'll chat with you afterwards, All So right. uh, and um, I'll, we'll figure it out. I'd like to find it like tonight before I leave so I can stay in touch with everybody So while I'm gone. But anyways, so it's there. Um, David confirmed he's got it. So um, maybe maybe he'll be kind enough to post in the Facebook group for anybody that might be like me uh, to point out how to get it. Yes. So, but, yep, it's available, so that'll be cool. Stay in touch when you're on your Kindle or HD or Kindle Fire. Cool. Thank you.
1: Okay. All right. So, uh, you know, a whole lot of the community uses Gamefly, and, uh, you know, depending on where you are in the country, you know, I'm sure games come at, you know, different schedules of sorts you know if you're close to the distribution centers you know you'll get it real quick if you're not so close you won't get it so quick. well they've opened gamefly has opened up a new distribution center in kansas city which is kind of like smack dab right in the middle of the u.s which uh you know might help the people in the midwestern areas of course and this is their sixth distribution center Uh, with, uh, I guess, some of the other recent locations that they've opened are uh, Seattle, uh, Washington, and Austin, Texas, uh, uh, Tampa, Pittsburgh, and L.A. So, you know, hopefully uh, that helps uh, some of our listeners out. Woohoo.
0: All righty. The Bureau, XCOM Declassified, has been announced. This was the... um First-person X-Cop game, XCOM game that has uh, now been uh, moved and been replaced and changed and um, renamed and what whatnot, probably delayed. <laughs> but uh, 2K has officially announced the Bureau XCOM Declassified, due on August 20th in North America, the 23rd in Europe. The Bureau will hit Xbox 360 for 60 bucks, and it is now a tactical squad-based third-person shooter in development at 2K Mirren. Marin. So, the Bureau is set in 62 against the backdrop of the Cold War. Uh, you will take on the role of William Carter, an intelligent operative uh, recruited into the Bureau, who soon finds himself leading team as, teams against the aliens that have invaded the U.S. Uh, through Carter plays, we'll see the cover-up that takes place, as well as the secret story behind the XCOM initiative. So, it, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. This c- could pique my interest now that it's not a first-person shooter. Um, and uh, we'll just have to see. I watched the trailer, and it didn't show anything on the game. It was just some live action. It looked more like a movie, so I, I want to see what the gameplay is going to look like. But if it is a tactical base, might be interesting, so we'll have to wait and see.
1: All right, then, uh, some more leaked information, uh, this time for Battlefield 4. There's a, a retail poster that was, uh, leaked by the Australian EB Games, um, division, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it, uh, lists some new features or whatever you want to call it of, uh, of the next, uh, game here. Uh, so what it sees basically is the return on commander mode which uh, allows one player to take view of the whole battlefield Uh, another feature is billed as the next version of the state of the art gaming portal battle log 2.0 where you can track every shot every opponent every detail of your online battlefield career and they also say in addition to the mention of a thrilling single-player experience is the invitation to go premium. Hmm. I wonder what that means. Mm. Yeah. And uh, there's also some extra, too, where you can get exclusive weapons, starting with a drone strike, whatever that means. So, released October 31st, 2013. And, uh, you know, this, of course, is the Australian date, uh, so we can imagine that the U.S. date is going to be sometime right around there, probably on Tuesday, because, uh, the 31st is a Thursday. So I guess maybe that would make it, what, the 29th? Mm-hmm. Yeah, tw- yeah, 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 29. So, uh, that's Battlefield 4. Gossip. Mark, what do you got? Hello?
0: I'm muted. Um, as Jason said earlier you can get Injustice for only $35 at Toys R Us until May 4th. So kiddos you got till what the end of the week. You got uh till Saturday. Um, it's that's cheap. This game just came out. Um, so There you go. Go get it. <laughs> Toys R Us. <laughs> It doesn't okay, say anything. I'm going the, right now.
1: I'm it doesn't going say right anything.
0: Well, oh, you gotta wait till you're done. And the store's closed where you're at anyway, so. <laughs> Darn. So, anyways, and I guess there's some Lobo DLC It's coming out on May 7th, so you can get ready. But there's nothing in the article that says it has to be online. It just says, uh, on sale at Toys R Us. So. Well,
3: I was lucky, yeah, it, it shows you online price, and it says, uh, that you can pick it up at the store. There's a thing on the right there that says, uh, you can uh it, it says free store pickup today, it says lunch of stores, so I would assume then you can go to the store and buy it also.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at their website, it doesn't say anything about uh online only. So Yeah. So okay. cool. That's, that's that's I said the game just came out what oh, two weeks ago? Yeah.
3: So
1: Okay. All right, so uh coming up soon here in about what, three weeks maybe a little bit longer, three and a half weeks. Uh, there's going to be a special day, May 21st. I'm sure all, all of our listeners have heard, at least by now, that Microsoft has announced that they will be announcing the next generation Xbox on May 21st. So tune into your TV, tune into your PC, tune into your Xbox. all these different devices will probably be streaming this thing because uh, Xbox.com, Xbox Live, Spike TV, etc, cetera, etc cetera, are going to have this. It's going to be at 1 p.m. Eastern, which is 10 Pacific right yeah, 10 Pacific and uh, that'll be noon here. Well it's perfect for lunchtime for, for us here in uh, uh, central time zone. Oh uh, you know, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what they're gonna have.
3: Yeah, big And what I'll it's called? Nice. Yeah, I'll be nice everything I'll be home in time to watch that since I get up for earlier in the morning. So I'll be coming home and eating some lunch and watching some Xbox news. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: And I think Rob, um yeah. well, there was been talk and I haven't confirmed with you, but what what the twenty first is is that a Tuesday? Yeah, so I was thinking of maybe doing a community podcast, just opening it up, get on Skype, join us, and we'll sit and talk about what we saw, and we can post that show out that evening. So, what do you what do you think of doing that on a Tuesday night, that twenty first? And even if Tuesday you're not available, night? it's a Tuesday night. I know it'd be tough for you. You know, if you can't, yeah. you can't make it. I, it's easier for me because I'm on Pacific time, but yeah. So
1: we'll we'll have to see. Let's see, because uh, I think uh, I'm a, at a very distant customer, starting in about two weeks. But we'll, we'll see. Play All, right.
0: All right. Well, ir- regardless, we'll plan I'm in on if, it. I'll I'm in definitely if I can. be here. I'll definitely do it if the if the community wants to jump on. We can talk about what we saw and what what Microsoft talked about and released and. You know, they're I don't think it's going to be as in depth as the Sony one because Sony pretty much gave out. Looks like it gave away everything except what the console looks like, and Microsoft's already said they're going to save a lot of their game lineup for E3, and
1: they showed nothing. They showed the color. <laughs> they they <laughs> talked for a long time, but they didn't show
3: much.
0: Yeah, so we'll have to see. So,
3: oh, I'll be your first sign up right here to join you on Tuesday night. Sweet.
0: All So that takes us into some real exciting information, does it not? And first of all, what I wanted to go into, we're going to talk about some of the rumors um, that IGN has supposedly verified. Uh, we're gonna, then we're going to talk about the retooling of the achievements and some more things that are supposedly going to happen on the, the next Xbox, and we'll, we'll just kind of sound off what we think. But the first thing that IGN has supposedly said is that we heard a while back that they were going to release like a regular version of like a cheap Xbox uh, that was going to be like entertainment only. It really wasn't going to be for games. It was going to be for all the, the, the Netflix apps, the Hulus, and, you know, the Xbox video and music. It was going to be kind of like everything except games, pure entertainment only. Well, supposedly that is not going to happen, um, at least – in this first release, there will not be that device and possibly never be that device. So, to me, it just seems kind of dumb to make a strip down without any Xbox games, but, you know, what? I guess maybe if they're going after that Roku, you know, I guess maybe that's what they want to do. But um,
1: And this t- is of the next-gen console, right?
0: Yes, yes, the the Xbox 709.
1: yes. <laughs> Which so, which
0: which I can confirm is the reofficial name. I don't, oh, I don't know if I mentioned that. I, I did get confirmation that the next uh, Xbox is Xbox 709.
1: You got your royalties uh, all sorted out, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I know you're going after your big fancy job, but I didn't have to do that, and I'm already making the bank. So, you know,
1: oh, to each you. their I, own,
0: and I could stick around here, and you know,
1: I'm envious. <laughs>
0: That's all right. You have big aspirations. Yeah. I don't want to rain on your parade. That's, oh, that's why I didn't right. say anything. You know, oh, yeah. I didn't want
1: to pop. And, your- yeah, and one thing I wanted to add to what you just said about no entertainment only version was uh, about two weeks ago. Paul Therat, who is uh, one of like uh, the, the better Microsoft journalists, you know, he he talks about everything Microsoft, and uh, he actually said that uh, this was, you know, basically the case and that they were going to come out with a $99 original 360, well, not the original 360, with a $99 360 to compete. So I think they've kind of just shifted from going from the uh, Xbox 709 media version to <laughs> the current version, media version. Anyway, continue.
0: Alrighty. Uh, the next Xbox must be online to use. They have confirmed, supposedly, that it does have to be online. But the word is, and I quote, it's not as draconian as most people think. That still doesn't tell me what that means. Because my concern is the only thing, I, I don't care if it has to be an online connection. Don't make it have to be online with to play the games. And I don't know if you guys can hear me.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Are you still there, uh, Jason? I think we lost Jason because I just got flagged as a problem with the call. Oh. So we'll keep uh, going. Hopefully, uh, Jason will be able to come back with us. We just may have lost him. So
2: yes, with that, uh, with the always on, I thought I heard somewhere. I can't find the notes on it that there was talk about the you know the media center aspect of it. You know, like if there's a pass through or there's an HDMI to your Set top box. That's the quote unquote always on portion of it, and that could be. Yeah, that could which really is fine, work. right? Because yeah, I mean, it's not as long as it's not for the gaming. Because you know, when next when when your internet goes down, and I can't game. That, that would that would suck, right? So,
0: yeah, like we just lost demo. So,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, he's he's gone. Poof, he's out of here. So. Yeah, he just dropped back on. We'll try to bring him back into the call, and hopefully we're still recording. <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully it keeps going. I believe we are. Back in. Keep going. Keep going. Let's see what happens. Is he there? Yeah. Okay, we're just gonna keep on. Hopefully, demo will uh, hop in, but we may have lost him. So, anyway, so yeah, it's it's as long as it doesn't require online for you to play your games, then I really don't think anyone's gonna have too much care or concern either way um, I think that's all people care about. Let me play my games. Don't make me be on the internet for DRM or or have to be online to play a game and then I think we'll be fine and that might be exactly what they're saying. It's just I wish they would have said it's not as draconian as you think What does that mean? That still leaves it open (laughs) It doesn't answer anything Um, We've got potential prices here There's going to be two different prices, even though it's only one Xbox. The standalone version will be $499. And then that same box will be only $299 if you want to sign up for a two-year subscription to Xbox Live Gold at $10 a month. So who here is going, okay, let's go around the table. Uh, Rob, which version are you going to buy?
1: Oh, boy. As, As much as... $4.99 four ninety nine stings, I'd probably rather do that than to have to get the other one.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I I'm well, probably looking at the standalone as well.
3: And how about you, Jason? Uh, I'm gonna be buying two of the standalones, one for me and my brother, so yeah, it's <laughs> gonna cost gonna cost me a grand. Yeah.
0: <laughs> See, I'm I'm the same way. I'd rather just buy the, the five hundred and not be tied into uh Because that would change my gold. I've already got, you know, I've already got a subscription going. So it's actually not a bad deal if you think about it, because it's five hundred dollars, and then you figure you still have to pay for if you're going to keep it for two years, and pay even if you get it for fifty bucks a year, that's six hundred dollars for the console and two years of Xbox Live Gold. You're at six hundred dollars, whereas you go the other one, it's three hundred dollars plus. Two hundred and forty here at five hundred and forty dollars. You've actually saved yourself sixty bucks, which is another. That's, you can get a third year of Xbox Live Gold.
1: Wait, which which one are you talking about?
0: It, it, if you pay five hundred dollars for just the console, right? Okay, that doesn't include Xbox Live. Correct. If you pay so three hundred dollars, you have to pay an additional two hundred and forty dollars.
1: So that's five forty. So that's of, actually cheaper.
0: It's actually cheaper. Because if you pay the $500 and two years of gold, you add, you add, even if you get it at, you know, $40, you're going to spend 580 bucks for two years, and it's only going to be 540 for two years uh, with the other box. And they're the exact same console. Yes, so you dude. actually would save money by buying the subscription one. Yeah. After two years, you'd want to go and switch over to paying by it annually, because then, you know, that's the thing. They'll get you in that 10 bucks. Next thing you know, you've been paying at $10 a month for five years, and you paid a lot more than you should have paid. Because I pay, like, right now, it's like $354 a month if you average it out for gold. Mm-hmm. When you buy it, like, $40. I think I just renewed. I got $35 for 12 months.
1: Wait, So what happens after the two-year subscription currently?
0: I, I don't know. I'm just With- saying... Make sure at that point you get that twelve month card for thirty five dollars or whatever it is at that time, Plunk yeah. that down, and that would be your best deal if you went that route, but you'd have to pony up to ten dollars a month for Xbox Live
1: That's like free financing so kind,
0: yeah in this and you look at it this way it's really not that's actually the better way to do it yeah and and you will save money and you know they're going to pimp it that way. You will save money, and I mean, it was obvious. I'm, I'm, I'm just stupid, Joe Blow here, and I'm like, well, hey, at two years you can add them up. That's cheaper than buying a standalone.
1: with live separate. Yeah. I, I wonder if they like ding you with taxes or something. There's, there's got to be some kind of catch. I do
2: Right, I'm trying to think too. Yeah.
0: Maybe yeah. maybe it doesn't have a controller or something. I don't know. We don't know what the standalone version yeah. will have. Maybe it'll. I mean, they never come with a game anymore like they used to. But oh right. You know.
1: Yeah. But oh, I could just see like a Costco version now be like seven hundred bucks <laughs> <laughs> with a couple of games, extra controller. Yeah. Oh no, I'm in trouble.
3: So,
0: we we might all be going for the subscription one. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly, the the console's going to release in early November of this year. And I was right. It's based on a core version of Windows 8.
3: <laughs> I was right.
0: What do you guys... Uh, uh, Jason, have you played... Have you messed with Windows 8?
3: Uh, all that I've got on Windows 8 is the Surface. Uh, it's... Well, that, that's not. what
0: it was built for. It wasn't built for the desktop PC. I'll tell you that. It was built for the Surface. <laughs> so what do you think of it?
3: It's cool. I mean, it, um, I know they did confirm to say that you can hook a controller up to a wire controller to it and it'll, it will work no problem with the games on, on there. Uh, I haven't tried it yet, but I mean, it's, it's not a bad interface. It's just like most phones and other things just, you know, swipe over to and tap the icon. They're making it just like most cell phones now, so I don't know. It's, it's I don't mind it personally.
2: Yeah, we well, I've got it. I've got it on my laptop, and while I like the interface portion of it, finding things is a pain in the ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is.
2: Yeah, I have to. go, like, go over to search, and then oh, uh, okay. I'm actually not really searching, but it's displaying all of the programs on my. On my PC, oh, oh, that's how I can find stuff. Oh, okay. I always forget. How that would be the one thing. I just want to, you know, file and find, but yeah, no. Yeah. Actually, uh, for you guys that are kind of
1: tired of that Metro interface or whatever, the the, the new Metro interface, because it's not Metro anymore, mm-hmm. but uh, there's a little program called Start8 by Stardock uh, software. Hey, we That's, just mentioned them earlier. Exactly, exactly. I, I was wondering if it was the same company. So I don't think so, but uh, Stardock makes a lot of like user interface tweaks. Oh, it, it is. It is the I same know company. Yes. Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah. So Start8 is a five dollar program that you can just download, and it gives your Windows 8 machine a start button. And uh, I've got it running on a couple machines. It's actually working pretty good. It's cheap and it's worth it. If, uh, yeah
2: if you just also, wanted to kind they're, of they're, supposedly they're releasing an 8.1 with a st- quote-unquote star button so yeah
0: <laughs> start eight I'm gonna have to look at this because <laughs> I know stardock they they've done a lot of like window I think they did window blinds wasn't it
1: yeah that was them
0: yeah they, 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 that they did a, they did fantastic stuff so
1: yeah if you search for start eight it's all one word. So start I'm, I'm looking at it. Space.
0: Yep. Stardoc.com/products/start8. Yeah. That takes you right to their page. So they they've always done quality stuff. So yeah, I don't I would not mind buying this from them. Do you have any
1: idea what it costs? What start8? Yeah. Five bucks.
3: Sold, baby.
1: <sighs> yeah, you can. They have a, a demo. I'm not really sure how long the demo is, probably like fifteen days or something like that. So you can try it or uh, just pony up five bucks. I think I'll pony up five bucks.
0: If it gives me a start window and I don't have to use the metro interface anymore, that's
1: <laughs> I can't
0: see any other reason to use metro. And I'm assuming the metro apps are still available from the start button. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think the
1: stuff's still available. There's and there's actually Oh, there was another application. They actually prompt you uh, if you're interested in it. Let me see what it was called. Um, it's Modern Mix. So you can also get Modern Mix for five bucks. And what Modern Mix does is it lets you run the Metro apps in Windows. So you know it's it's not a full screen experience. You know, like taking over your entire desktop. Nice. You can run it in a window. So, I mean, it's cool that they're doing this at, you know, five bucks a pop.
0: So that's part of Start8. the Metro Apps run in a window?
1: No, that's a separate thing called Modern Mix. Oh. When you install Start8, it'll actually ask you if you're interested in it or checking out or something.
0: Okay. That'd be nice, because then I could play my Solitaire while we record, and I can't do that anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I
0: could, but then i got to bounce back and forth between the, the two yeah. interfaces when I'm, you know, nah, I just stick to it, so.
1: Well, modern mix, five now I gotta, bucks now right I gotta there. Pay attention. Take All right, Ten
0: dollars gone tonight. All right. Anyways, let's get back <laughs> on so track. Old. Let's get back on track. Um, the name yeah. is the name. Uh, we've been, like I said, it, I already told you guys. It's it's Windows seven hundred nine, or I mean Xbox seven hundred nine. Xbox. But, yeah. um, IGN for some reason has dropped the seven hundred nine. They think it's going to be called Xbox. So that's it. Just Xbox. So. They didn't
1: do their fact checking.
0: They didn't. No, they didn't. They haven't talked to me and but not one of them's called. I don't know why they haven't called me to find out, but hey, they don't need to announce it first. We announced it first. That's cool. We got the scoop. They didn't. So they'll be the ones that'll be real embarrassed coming right 21st. So.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. So what do you guys think of these rumors and supposedly verified, you know, if, if all, if all these are true, the, the name being Xbox, being Windows 8, you know, we knew it's coming out this the year and we guessed November. The price is being 500 and 300 with a 2 year subscription. Uh must be online somehow some way and no pure entertainment version. What do you guys think? Does that change any of your thoughts on the, the next version or not?
3: No, it uh, I am going to be I should be there at midnight uh getting mine at 12:01 a.m.
2: Yeah, I mean I think it it it's more positive than what uh, you know all the naysayers were uh were fearing. Um but I think you know it's all about the games, hopefully. Uh and, you know, again all these recent you know the we've kind of let in with all the the apps, right? And uh hopefully it's a refocus to the games as well. So that's the uh the important thing—it's hopefully it's not the, you know, the App Box 720 or the Ad Box 720.
0: I just want to know when I can order my uh, Doritos Locos Tacos through my Xbox. <laughs> that must be maybe that'll be on the Xbox 709.
2: <laughs> well, as long as it leads into our next topic, then maybe so, right?
0: maybe so when the xbox 360 launched in 2005 it came packing achievements you uh, <laughs> so I, so you want to be able to order tacos and get an achievement for it
2: well i didn't say i did but <laughs> since you you want to get the taco i'm saying if you had an achievement for your taco ordering
0: My wife would kill me. I'd be ordering pizza and tacos like every day.
2: But, honey, my gamer score is 500,000 now.
0: (laughs) And she's like, and your bank account is zero. Um, Yeah. (laughs) My bank account will look like Rob's gamer score.
2: Oh. (laughs) Whoa. See?
1: Whoa.
0: (laughs) Uh, But, see, I'll mix it up. Like, I'll have pizza for lunch today and tacos for dinner, and then tomorrow, tacos for lunch and pizza for dinner. <laughs> see I'll mix it up i'm I'm flexible <laughs>
2: well pizza does serve does serve pasta as well, so
0: oh look at that pasta and, wing, wings. and wings and wings oh man, we could eat for a whole week <laughs> without any she complaints said. so and I think they're it's owned by Pepsi, so I can get mountain dew for her, so you know she Mountain yeah, welcome huh? So I'm a there you go. guy, you pulled but pulled out the positive. There you go. But baby, they they have Mountain Dew. Oh, okay. Sold. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's always my ace in the hole, right there. Mountain Dew. Uh, but anyways, uh, we talked a little bit about it. Uh, we know the achievement systems around. there have been a lot of concern. Some people are concerned with what could change. There's been discussion of are they going to reset my uh, achievements or you know what's going to change. Well. Personally, I don't think they're going to change them because this is your gamer identity. I I, I think it's going to carry over. And Xbox Live is a service that's independent of Xbox. And even more so now because you can play Xbox Live. You can get on Xbox Live on your Kindle Fire HD, your Android device, your iPhone, your Windows 8 desktop or Surface tablet. You can get GamerScore and play Xbox Live games on those devices. So Xbox Live is a service. It's not tied to the to the device. So I think we get to keep our gamer score. However, there is um talk that some things are going to change. And Polygon is reporting that the next Xbox developers and publishers will be will be able to add more achievements to a game after launch without the need to add DLC. This is designed specifically to allow developers to tweak player behavior, perhaps urging players to check out specific areas of a game or get past a difficult spot. Uh, Polygon further notes, achievements can be added for broader events, like killing a specific amount of enemies in a given amount of time, such as over one particular weekend. Oh, great. See, that I don't like. That means everybody's got to play Call of Duty this weekend to get one achievement. Yeah, that's, that's... that's just, to me, saying i got to find a way to keep people playing my game and my game only. I don't – you know, the double XP and stuff is cool, but if you're going to tie achievements into it, which doesn't bother me, but, you know, I still don't like the idea. Um, because the achievement system initially was meant that everybody could get them, and we've already seen that fall. Um, but anyways, and that the new still unannounced Xbox even may allow for cross-platform and cross-title achievements – uh, which is already being done by Sony, PlayStation 3, and the Vita with trophies. Um, and the latter uh, tethering of certain accomplishments in different but related games. So what do you guys think of uh, those potential ch- changes to the achievement system?
2: Well, as far as the uh, you know the over the weekend, I mean you know gears did this a lot, right in terms of they would have their certain maps or certain weekends and you would get a a special ribbon for playing those those events right it was it was you know an in-game achievement tied to their particular events although you i think in gears 3 they actually had multiple events so it was you know playing on this holiday that holiday this xp and you had to do like all five in order to get that in-game achievement so so that's fine and i think it's you know what in while I guess it, it changes the initial sp- the original spirit of the achievement, hey, whatever can keep uh, a game going and in keeping companies in business, that's fine. And as far as the, the cross-platforming, you know, if this is actual live, you know, not not asynchronous, if I'm using the word correctly, um, multiplayer. That's great because right now i can play word of mint on my on my windows 8 machine my wife can be playing it on her phone and you know we show up in the in the leaderboards as having been playing the same game um but if it's an actual call of duty type game or something that's great too how
3: about you jason uh i'm all for the the cross-platform thing because i've already you know got a spare i've got a windows phone and the and the tablet and, uh, oh, I, I, I think it's cool, but I, I agree with you guys also about that, you know, special event you got to be on this time to play. I, I don't agree with that because, you know, we all got lives, you know, I, I don't have kids or, you know, a spouse or other people to worry about, but it's hard to not everyone's going to be able to jump on to play the people who really care for this stuff. I think it'd be a, a bad move for the for uh, them to do that, because uh, people love their games, but we can't drop it what we're doing to go play a game just for some achievements. Which uh, I don't know. Um, the other thing I, I wanted to bring up also, you talked the uh, the rolling your stuff over. I mean, if I think if they got the profiles rolled over from the original Xbox, which I've been here since day one, and I don't see why it would be. An, it should be an issue getting everything rolled over to the new system and carrying our stats over. But, um you know, the Achievement thing, I think it's cool that they can go in and add stuff now and not have to go through a certification, wait, make it DLC. Um I'm hoping that they can do something to please everyone. That's what I'm worried about is that you're going to make a lot of people mad who can't be on when you want to pass the biggest, my biggest gripe is the timing of some of that stuff.
0: I don't know if Achievement Hounds would like the fact that the the achievements could change after the game launched. Yeah. I don't, you know, because what if they take something away that you've already earned? And they decide, oh, this is too easy. Everybody's getting it or everybody's boosting it. Let's just remove it. And replace it with something else. Because a lot of those guys like, you know, hey, I 100%ed this, or I've got a 60, you know, 75% completion rate on retail games and stuff. That, this type of thing could really throw all that out of whack. And, and I think it's just not, here's what they are. I mean, why would you need to add more achievements? I think what they need to change is they need to allow achievements to be added to indie games. I think indie games would get more look. And people would look into the indie games because you can get them really cheap. And if you, you know, a lot of people will buy cheap games simply for the achievements. You add achievements to indie games, I think that helps out the indie game developers. And, um, I think that's a good thing. Get more people looking at indie titles. Um, you know, you might get a lot of people throw a bunch of stupid stuff on just to get them to buy your game. Well, here, you'll guarantee you 100, 200 points just by hitting the start button. You know, that, that's got to be policed up, but. I think if it gets more people looking at indie developers, that's cool. But I don't know about. I don't like the idea of saying you can only get this achievement if you play on this one weekend. You know, if they're going to say play during a community event, you know, and they do many different weekends, and all you have to do is play. But to say you have to get a thousand kills over this weekend, oh my gosh, that could be brutal depending on the game. You know, and then it's that's not even fun. It's not. it's, It's like now it's just just. Oh, you're stressing because I got to do this, and you know I can't get around all the people that have been played this since the day it came out. You know, twenty four seven, where I'm only playing an hour a day if I'm lucky. You know, you just you can't build the skills necessary to to, to beat and compete with all the the regulars. So I don't know. What do you think, Rob? Rob, Rob, are, yeah. do you even have an opinion? I mean, what do you say? Yeah, at? yeah, I do. four thousand. I mean, <laughs>
1: hey. No, I, I mean, who's like had his the,
0: xbox longer than me? yeah, mind you, who got me to get my xbox?
1: <laughs> that's right, so we know which one of us has more free time. Oh, oh. Anyway, the oh so i i, I like the cross platform thing I mean that's definitely interesting, and uh, you know that would be cool and i I don't see them doing any kind of you know full on reset like they did with the uh, original xbox to the three sixty um i think that would just cause too much heartache for too many people yeah, but, but I, think, uh,
0: I think there that xbox the original xbox live i think that was tied to the console where now i don't now it's yeah, not yeah. It, it's it's it is a service a truly a service
1: yeah it, it's like they needed to detach it somehow yeah and make it a, a service and that's what they did so and, I, uh, yeah
0: i think we're okay going forward because even when they f- do it, because then if you don't have if – it, if it's separate, then you got to build this whole other infrastructure. And now when I'm on my Xbox 709, then I can't play a game with, with Jason who's on his 360 because he, he, he buys everything. So you know he wants to play something on his 360. I don't even see him on my friends list anymore. I can't talk to him. I mean, it has to still be integrated. You know, I mean, I think there'd be a huge uproar if if they if you segregated because you, you'd kill Xbox Live by splitting those that had the new one and those didn't, and all of a sudden your friends are gone. Right. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sorry, I interrupted you, Rob. Continue.
1: No, and uh, uh, there's that thing that we we're talking about with the uh, adding achievements to games later on. Did did you just talk about that? Or no? yeah,
0: yeah, that was part yeah. of the report.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, that is. I mean, I don't know how could be done. I mean, at least even to be fair to people, because you know, if they add an achievement to a game and somebody like gets through an area, they add the achievement later on. You know, people can't get it anymore,
0: or you got to play the game over. You know,
1: so. Well, yeah. I mean that's something that I think can be kind of tricky to do. You know, it's it's one thing if you add it, you know, for DLC or something like that, but to add an achievement to an existing game, you know, it it would have to be something that would be like in an open world game, I would think. You know, as opposed to um one of those uh let's say like a first person shooter that's more linear. You know, you leave, you know, you go through an area, you complete it, you can't go back to it anymore. Well, unless you replay the whole thing, right?
0: Yeah.
2: So, I'd be interested to see how that would work and what the reception is. What if they made a cap that like five points was the maximum they could do for add ons? Would that matter?
0: Then your, your total achievements could be a thousand and five points. I think no matter well, what, you're not going to make people happy.
2: Right. I, what I said I think it's a change in the, men, the, you know, the your mentality as to what an achievement is, and yeah, I don't I don't have an answer, but I mean that would be the question that, again. Are you going to go back and play a game because there's a new gamer, and some people might, but it's only worth five points. You know, it's not. It can't be a fifty-point achievement. It's not a twenty-five-point achievement. It's five or it's one. It's some oddball that designates it's an you know it's an add-on achievement and. Is it really worth your time to go and get that?
1: You know, it, it, and really, it depends on the game too. Like, right. for example, like uh, Walking Dead. I mean, I really enjoyed it, and they were what were they two hundred per episode or something like that? Uh,
0: that sounds right. I think so. Yeah. yeah,
1: something like that. If they added some achievements in there, as much as I like the game, there's no way I'm going to play that game again. I mean, it's just it's not going to happen, you know, and. and you know, it's like are you cheated a little bit? Because you did complete it, but now you don't have these extra points that people playing now would get. It it's almost like it's almost like it's rewarding people that don't buy the game early on or that don't play the game early on.
0: Or it's a way to try to keep you to not sell your game back. Because or that, yeah, yeah. someday they might it's add an view. achievement that you're gonna want to go back and get. Yeah. And oh, or we can continue to add achievements every weekend for the next two, three, four years. That way, you're always playing our game, and you're always getting an achievement every weekend because you're playing our game every weekend. That means you didn't sell it.
1: What if those achievements then are five points? If it takes you just. I don't know. Let's say it takes you an hour just to get to the point in the game where you can get it. I mean, is it? There's people that would or, do it. That, fit for five points. You yeah. and me, no. Sure.
0: Well, you obviously, you wouldn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Full show.
0: Me, if it was Borderlands or Borderlands 2, yeah, I would. And you're because, bored? Because, no, because I've got those 100%. Those are like my crowning achievements. I'm like, it's a retail game that I've played and gotten every achievement. So Borderlands 3 comes out or every DLC pack that comes out, I have to get them now. Because it's it's like, I've got to make sure I keep that 100% with that game. It, it's just that that game would force me to go yeah. back and do it.
1: So it strikes the completest in you.
0: Exactly. It, yeah. So I think they're going to hit those people. The completed, completionists are going to be real mad. People that want to sell their used games are going to be mad. That are also completists or achievement hounds. They're going to be kind of forced to, you, know, you can't maybe don't buy it now. Don't sell it back. Because we're going to put out achievements every weekend or something for the next two years. And then what happens when you got multiple games doing it on the same weekend? Then what game do you play? What game do you give up an achievement on? Because you got to play the entire weekend on this other one to get to 10,000 kills or some stupid thing. You know, it's just, I can see it being abused. And that's what I really don't like. That's the fear I have, if you will.
1: You know. And, you know, those games that do the, like the phone home kind of thing and they tell you know the the publishing house of designers or whatever you know what people are doing you know what order they're playing it in how much time they're spending here and there i mean the companies can actually use that information to even do their achievements
0: hey uh hey uh hey jim i'm i'm noticing here that uh democulus and wingman 709 are playing um perfect dark zero they're doing a capture the flag but they're not killing each other at all they're just running back and forth capturing flags <laughs> oh, not that that would ever happen,
3: isn't
0: it <laughs> No not that Jason would ever boost
3: no, no i I don't do that. <laughs> That's not with you,
0: <laughs> yeah, that must have been a different Democulus in the game, so all right, well, it's um. It's interesting. I really think that the achievements have become such a part of Xbox. I don't think I honestly and I'm not, I mean I'm not a PlayStation guy I mean I have one, I've gotten it I've gotten trophies on it I whatever it, it, it doesn't have the same appeal to me as an achievement does for some reason. Maybe it's just because this is my platform of choice and I started here and you know and I still like the achievements. I still do. I don't you know I say they're not important. I wouldn't I would have a problem I, I don't I would hate to see them go away put it that way I do like them I like getting them I still look at them when I do run a game I make sure that is there anything I can go and do a quick cleanup and get before I send this game back I, I do have to think every time am I gonna complete this do I want to get them all do I not most games I don't um, but I still look at them. I still enjoy getting them, even though I know they're useless points. So I'd hate to see them go away, but I, I just I think this could really cause a big ripple in the real dedicated achievement community for Xbox if they really tinker with this way too. If they go too far, it ain't going to take much. As I already noticed, just when I put our... I posted, posted on our Facebook group in TXL, or actually I posted it over on Achievement Hounds and Instantly people were like, I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't like this <laughs> you know. Um, so you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And we probably won't hear about this on the twenty first. We might hear about it at E three, but you know, I, I I don't know. It'll be curious to see what happens. So mm-hmm. um, next and our this is our last one before we jump in our community. I know we're getting late for you guys, and uh, all three of you are in the central time zone. So let me wrap this up. Um, the next is some rumored changes to the friends list and uh, allowing video uh, capturing and sharing. So I'm just going to read this article. This was from IGN. The rumors regarding Microsoft's next console continue to pop up around the internet, and today Polygon reported the sources have revealed new details. As reported earlier, the company is supposedly changing the way games handle achie- Okay, we're not that's achievements again. Um, they reported that Xbox will allow players to have more than, than the current cap of 100 friends, letting people follow one another without reciprocation, reciprocation whatever that means. Um, like the PS4 and its share functionality, the next Xbox will also reportedly allow people to capture and share video via networks like Ustream and Facebook. The sources indicated the console will apparently allow you to capture footage and select highlights or set up parameters where it auto-captures if specific events happen like achievements or headshots. Oh, now that would be cool. If it auto-captured like maybe like 30 seconds before and after an achievement or you did some cool move. Now that would be cool to automatically just capture it for you. What do you guys think of that?
3: Yeah, I think that would be cool if it catches up on Facebook people can Check out your uh, video there, your profile. will watch you you actually playing the game and unlocking the achievement. I think that's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, yeah. I can help. How
2: many of us are quick enough to know, oh, I need to record this part of the game, you know, because I'm going to do yeah. something cool here. so.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of times you're like, oh, man, I wish I would have, you know, I wish I could have had a way to do that. That was awesome. Or, you know, I don't know how many times I've been on and just like some cool, I have one moment where I'm like a god. And I'm just annihilating people. It never happens. It's very rare. So when it does happen, on occasion it's happened in Call of Duty where I go on a tear and I'm like 15-0, and 0. you know, that's that's, I mean – you know, some people might laugh. Oh, I'm 50, you know, what are you talking about? But for me, if I can get on a five kill streak run, I'm excited. So when I've had that 15 or 17 kill streak run, that's exciting. It's like, that's what you want to capture. That's what I, you know, it's like, oh, why can't I just go back in time and get this? So having it somehow being able to automate and, and capture stuff like that would be so cool. Um, and then the last thing is what will likely get everybody on the internet all up in arms. Is the always-on, uh, the DRM, um, but we don't know, again, if that's, uh, it, the saying, they're saying, IGN says, their sources indicate that this won't be a requirement for all games, but will be left up to the publishers to whether or not they want to make it a feature or not. So, I, I don't know, man. I don't like it, because that tells me that someone like EA would definitely turn it on. Yeah. And then that means you have to be online to play your game. So you can't take it to your friends you can't do it in a hotel um, And I'll tell you what hooking up a con- uh, a console to a hotel TV is not that easy. Um, and then having to say, oh well now you got to get it hooked up to a hotel's wireless connection yeah. It's hard enough getting a laptop hooked up to those things sometimes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I don't even deal with my phones hooked up because they usually charge me for every device, so I just stick with the with the 3G. But um, yeah, it's just you know we got a long way to go to make this all seamless. So I hope they don't do that because, and I hope the next Xbox is a little smaller so I could pack it with me a lot easier. But
3: uh, Mark, you know, like we've seen with the fonts, that. First week there, we see what happens when you need an online connection required. Yep. You know, servers were down. You got a sixty dollar game, you can't play. Yep. It's frustrating.
0: Or or you're 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 an hour and a half into a co-op map, you're about to go to that last boss and boo, servers are down for maintenance. Oh, I mean, you know, everything's gone. Everything you did is gone. You know, it's just frustrating, and that was on their end. So that doesn't even count your your own internet issues, the weather, you know. Uh, was it Jason last night? You were saying, "Hey, if we get was that last night or this morning? If we get disconnected, you know, I got bad weather and."
3: Yeah, it, it was storming real bad in Texas here, and where I live, I mean, it was pounding hard. And I, generally, when we get bad weather where I live, uh, we lose power and internet almost all the time. But we got lucky last night.
0: Yeah. So. You know, I, I that's why I don't care for the always on because you know, I, I just don't want it to be required I don't mind it being there. Like my phone is always on, I get always get you know, beep you got a new email, you got this, you got that. That's great, that's cool. I don't mind that type of features, but don't require me to have to play a game to be online to play a game. I don't want it for anything. We saw what happened with Sim City. We saw it with uh for the PC, SimCity had it. Diablo three had it. They had issues. We've seen it with um, uh, Defiance, like you just said. So, and there's a lot of games that have had problems with this type of thing. You know, they've had games where they've taken the DRM out because it was such a problem. So, to ha- have that built into the console kind of kind of concerns me, because then you got if the Xbox version is going to have DRM, but the PlayStation version won't. Where do you think a lot of gamers are going to go? Sony, exactly. Mm-hmm. If Sony doesn't have that site, if they, if they don't offer that same feature,
3: yeah.
0: So, oh. but that's it for me. Um, you guys got any further comments or thoughts on the, the next on the Xbox Seven
1: Hundred
2: Nine? It's a fine name. Well, well
1: I, I just. Yeah, I wanted to add that it's a great name, and I love it.
3: Uh, I got nothing. <laughs>
0: All right. Rob, you want to jump us into our community topics
1: then? Yes, I want to. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this week for the friends list, topics, whatever we're calling it now, uh, first thing we've got is from Don. She put in that there's a free Kindle ebook called Defiance Essentials so you can grab it it is uh free for the time being I believe uh it says Nintendo's not having a press conference at e three uh is this a good thing or a bad thing for consoles in general? I feel like this is a bad omen for the industry. three is the magic number to quote de la soul wow that's like uh, going back in a wayback machine there yeah de la soul. <laughs>
0: So, uh, what do you guys think? Does is it matter that Nintendo's not going to be, have a press conference at E3? Uh,
3: to be honest, me personally, I'm really disappointed with it because I thought with all these Nintendo directs they've been doing this year and they've been focusing on 3DS, I've been, brother and I have been talking the last couple of days saying that, you know, we're hoping Nintendo's going to come out and blow, uh, blow all, uh, have a, a, a ton of coverage for the Wii U they 're gonna you know blow out a ton of games say, here this is what we got coming here 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 you know we got all these ton of games because they need it bad right now because they're hurting on the Wii U and now this this really did disappoint me when I when I read this that they're not going to do it they're gonna be focusing on smaller things and I think they need to go out with the bang here at e three and just give everything underneath the sun and and to show that they're here to to they're here for the long term and what, Rob? To show that they're
1: relevant.
3: Yeah, I mean they, you know, I I was telling my brother Nintendo needs to step up and and help publish a lot of these games with Wii Wii U work with these partners, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, help with marketing, do other things so that you know they can get so they can get games for their their uh, console because you're seeing all these games announced for current gen and next gen but they always leaving out Wii U. So, um, I'm, do you think it, it shows defeat? To me, yeah, I think it does. You're at the biggest stage of the year, the crucial time you need. You're right now, and you're just like dropping and saying, "Okay, we're done." You know, we're here's Sony, Microsoft, y'all take over.
2: You, you can look at it another way and say that. You, you, the, again, E3, again, all the press is there and the, you know, the gaming companies. And so a lot of what they show is, behind, or what, is what they don't show, right? It's behind closed doors, and we hear about it later on. So from an intimate setting perspective, that kind of makes sense. But really, you know the Wii U has lost the public opinion piece. Uh, you know, to, uh, to Jason's point, I think, is that they need to show the public that there's that there are games worth playing. That it's that there's some excitement. If they wanted to get rid of all of the, you know, pie charts and graphs and stuff, fine. Right, and show all the games and you know, and it may be that the major publishers are not willing to to publish on we use. So why get up in front of millions of people around the world and and show that you 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 don't have these games. So. I can kind of see maybe why they're why they're not doing it that way, but yeah, I do I do think it's a it's a big gamble to not have that presence.
0: All
1: right. Okay. <laughs>
0: good good converse, yeah. good comments. Yeah. We need to have you guys on all the time. <laughs> I just like the, the comment, you know, the the way you guys, you know, the things you bring to it, you know, the stuff that you said is just it's. I like the insight.
3: Yeah, you know me pretty good Mark about the couple years we known and you know I'm passionate for all gaming in general all systems, but Nintendo I used to I was a total Nintendo fanboy up until the late 90s there and then after that they just it's like each generation since the game well even it started with the 64 but with the GameCube and the Wii, it's just like each generation is just like they're just losing more and more developers and they just keep on going a steady slope downhill. And I think they're going to be hitting rock bottom here in the next couple of years, you know, if they don't do something to WoW people.
0: Yeah, I mean, they came out with the Wii U last year, and I know they had their big big thing and they upstaged E3 last year. But everybody, you know, when they walked away, they're like, okay, what's what's from the other two? So the other two are going to answer, and Nintendo's not going to even be there? I mean, yeah. I know they've said that they're going to do some smaller shows, um, you know, they're still going to do some stuff, but they're not going to do a press conference at E3. And I just think if you're going to be at E3, which I'm sure they're saying, they just said they're not going to do in a press conference. But that's like you can't put people on stage for one hour. I mean, how much money does that really cost you? You can't right. tell me it's a cost-cutting thing. I think that's why I feel it's more of they just know they're, they can't compete and if they go up against the brand new guys, they're going to have amazing visuals. They they know their Wii U only comes up to where the PS3 and the 360 are. And the other, and okay, you did that. Well, guess what? Bam! We just outdid you by 12 times. You know, I think it's going to hurt them even more. So I almost feel like they, they feel they can do better by just staying in the shadows. Because if they get out there and do a press conference against everything we're going to see on the other two guys from Sony and Microsoft, they're going to look like chumps. They're going to look like crap. That's that's kind of the way I see it. I mean, I could be completely wrong, but I, I'm shocked that they weren't going to be, that they're not doing a press conference. I agree. So. You know, because like, was what is it, e, EA? Was it last year EA or maybe Activision? They didn't do one for E3, but they still did one, like, off- off of the grounds, they still did a press conference, but it was like their own thing. They're like, this is, we're just not doing one. I mean, it's like, we're done, we're not, we're not, yeah. So, uh, a little surprised, a little surprised by that. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. yeah. A little surprised, but does it really matter?
0: Nope. Not on this <laughs> show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. At least on this particular show. All right.
0: Alright, let's get into the brun, let's get into the brun section now.
1: Okay. So (laughs) Rob writes in, anyone else experiencing rage towards their Xbox today? You know it's not going well when Pinball FX2 is getting to you. What is your worst game for raging? (laughs) All Um. of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Doritos Dash of Destruction. You stupid dinosaur.
3: Uh, I can tell you my worst game that I ever raged that made me so mad. Everything was Modern Warfare, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the personal. Oh my God. I played that game on veteran and man, I broke the controller over that and I, <laughs> uh, I, I almost made a hole in the wall because I wanted to punch the wall so bad because it was, you know, real thin drywall and I could have, but I didn't, uh, I don't know. I think that was the worst game that, that ever made me, that made me the mad the most. But I beat it though on Veteran. But what about you,
0: David?
2: Um, actually, today <laughs> playing <laughs> playing Left 4 Dead, trying to get well, to, to try and get to the village to find the boat. I had like no health packs. I had nothing, and I just you know and, you know swarm upon swarm upon swarm of zombie. I made it through, but it was quite frustrating the amount of times I went probably from twelve thousand dollars down to four thousand dollars with all the money I kept losing for for dying but um, oh. I would say the um, yeah the uh, the, was the helicopter mission and in, in I think in in modern warfare or have been or actually I think it was bad company the first bad company where you had you had the helicopter and people were shooting you off screen and you could die without ever seeing where they were coming from so that you would know, oh, next time I have to aim here.
0: Well, that sounds like that one sniper game. <laughs> I can't remember it. The first one I played, The I just played the tried to play the sequel to it, and it was just as bad, so I, I quit oh, sniper, right away. Uh,
3: sniper Ghost Warrior?
0: Yes. Yes, that's like, uh, what do you mean I got killed? Where is this guy? Oh, he's on the other end of the map, that you can't see him. You just got a, you know, you just got shot in the head, so. So, Rob, you're sticking with Dash of Destruction?
1: Sure, why not?
0: (laughs) I got to go with um, 007 Bloodstone. Um, I feel sorry for Mudtastic, who happened to be in a party with me. I finally got off the party. I had to drop out. I was just so mad. Um, I did break a controller, and I'm pretty sure that's the game where I threw my controller um, and broke it. Um, it's, I, it might have been something else, but I, I'm pretty sure it was that game. But I, I remember my wife was in the room when I did it, and she just looked at me like, what is your problem? You're throwing a temper tantrum over a video game? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> don't don't get on my bad side. Don't make me throw it at you. <laughs> I'll no, throw you out of here.
3: <laughs> you know, that's the worst when you, you get completely mad at a game and someone asks you what's wrong or, you know, say something, you get all pissed off at them. Then nope. you feel bad because
0: they don't get it. But yeah. it's funny because she, um, what was she doing? She got she got into something one time. She was playing something. I think it was the train game. She plays a train game a lot on her iPad. Uh, what is it? Ticket to Ride. We call it the train game. That's that's just what her mother always called it. <laughs> so we, she plays Ticket to Ride on her iPad all the time. And she'll get mad at that, and I'm like, "See, now you get it." <laughs> I remember the first time she got mad at a game, and I just looked at her and I smiled. And I said, "See," <laughs> and then I said, "Now, dear, why are you getting mad at a video game?" <laughs> and I just got a dirty look. So, but so when I if I get mad now, she just walks out of the room. <laughs> if she's here, she usually's not in here when I'm gaming because she knows I can get mad, but. All right, um, cool. Good, good, good question. I'm, I'm glad uh, the community had asked that. So we'll go uh, wrap this show up. We got two, we got two releases this week. One is an Xbox Live Arcade game called Far Cry Three: Blood Dragon. Yeah. So, so I think it's somebody's getting that.
2: <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. you have a, there's a dragon. The dragons running around shooting lasers out of their eyes. I'm there. Laser.
0: And how does that a, make far? It's the future. It's
2: 2007.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, you'll have to let us know how it is. Okay. So it comes out, what, May 1st, Wednesday? So. Yep. yep. And then Di- Dinora. Uh, I had to look this up. It's an indie game. Um, it looks to be. It says in advance of Terraria's launch. Uh, this week, Indie Studios Neuron Vex announced that its Terraria-like sandbox adventure game Dinora is on the way. So check out um, Dinora on the Indie Channel. So if you're interested, and that is it for our really long show. But I think I had a good time. Hopefully, all you guys had a good time. Yep. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, if you listen to us, rate us five stars. Because why? Because Dave and Jason are just awesome people, and they deserve five stars. Thank you, sir. Um, Thank you. So with that, did you guys have any last comments or anything you wanted to
3: make before we wrap this up?
0: Uh,
3: I just wanted to throw out for you, uh, also non Xbox gamers uh, that play other systems. This week also was a.
0: Uh... La 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 la. <laughs> oh wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. We'll bleep
1: it
3: Yeah, bleep it out. <laughs> uh, on Vita the Sweet Soul Sacrifice, uh, it's done by, uh, what, it? uh, the guy made Mega Man, Mega Man, uh, his name's John Blake also. Made. Anyway, it's, it's like Monster Hunter basically, but it's done by the guy who left Capcom who made Mega Man. And then, uh, also for PS3, everything. There's the Deadly Prognition. It came out on Xbox 360 a few years ago, and it's getting a re-release on PS3. It's a director's cut and it has Move support. Woohoo! So I'll get some detail on my Move. Anyway, I just want to give a little cheap old pop to that.
0: Oh, that's cool. You'll never be invited back on the show, but that's all right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Come yeah. on, man. Come on, we're all gamers here, man. Come on, don't be hating.
0: That's, that's true. That's true. So, but I, I can say I won't probably won't be buying a PlayStation 4. So, but again, it depends. We'll until see. you do. Until <laughs> until we see what Microsoft's bringing. So, it depends on what we what the. Of course, the Xbox 709. I gotta buy it just because of the name alone. So.
1: Well, aren't they gonna give you like a couple dozen for free?
0: Yeah, but I still gotta throw them a bone.
1: Yeah you just you just want to appear like the common folk
3: exactly speaking of that uh do you mind if i give a cheap pop to my buddies james and tony uh over at the surly nerd podcast check them out they do gaming and technology and comic book news uh great guys james is like a brother to me they in austin but uh i told him i was coming out here and tony messaged me just a little while ago it's like so you're on vacation and you don't come to Austin here, but you want to. You go on other podcasts, so we see how it is. You, you go on their podcast to skip on us, okay? So, uh, yeah, cool.
0: we mind. So you can't drop a, you can't drop any information about that other show. Edit. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Do you mind if I throw in a plug for blah
3: blah 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 blah? <laughs> of course, go. that way. Tape, you know, so it can get in. But then I thought about I like, oh well, you know, Rob, go ahead and just edit it out. Rob, yeah, Rob, edit
1: out. Rob doesn't do anything. Are we <laughs> <on> the
3: tape. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: No, that's fine. That's if yeah. You guys got Mark's any? Mark's
1: gonna splice out uh, <laughs> two minutes of the tape now.
0: No, I'm just gonna go through and edit out everything Jason says in the whole show, <laughs> <laughs> and just replace it with like a cricket noise or, or some little baby crying. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right well thanks since it's my final time on here goodbye then guys
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank I'm, you, James. Game, I'm taking my i'm taking my phone going home
0: <laughs> yeah but with him it'd take him 10 minutes to get out because he's like i want to take my vita and my 3ds and my playstation 4 <laughs> my playstation 3 and my playstation 2 my playstation 1 my dreamcast you know i mean by the time he actually got all his toys together to go home it'd be the next day so yeah <laughs> And Jason, you did say that um, you did get the video done, so you're going to be posting yeah. that up here probably pretty soon on the Facebook group.
3: Yeah, it's actually it was going to be today, but uh, my buddy ran into a problem with his personal computer doing the editing stuff uh, with his program. So he's taking it with him to work tomorrow. That he know that has the full fledged thing, whatever he needs to do. So uh, I'll be meeting up with him tomorrow evening uh, to um, get the thing on a USB flash drive, and I'll be bringing it back home and uh uploading it uh sometime probably late tomorrow evening but uh as soon as i get it uploaded i'll be posting it on the facebook group for Arrow Tech out and uh my brother my twin brother makes an appearance at the very beginning just to do a little interest so you can see my me and my twin my twin brother everything so uh and by the way uh my brother when we played army of two a couple days ago he just broke a hundred thousand gamer score so he's a hound now officially all right congratulations (laughs) Yep. Cool. Well, I think I'm about done, so I can you can hear me stop blabbing now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right. I know it's late for you guys. Thanks again so much. It was a good time, and um, uh, we'll go ahead and well, everybody can just sign out. So with that, I am Mark KK Wingman 709 taking off.
1: I'm Rob, also known as Presar. I'll catch you all next week. Thanks for listening
3: i um, Jason, a.k.a. Demarcus, Good night good game, guys. This
2: is David, a.k.a. Cowboy Shane. Good night.